Welcome to Tabletop Players, my name is Ruin Ortega, and in this episode, I'm your game moderator, because we are playing Rivers of London by Chaosium. Joined with me, as always, is my co-host, Cade. Hi, I'm Cade. We're back! It's been a little while. Um, we are playing Rivers of London, which is a Call of Cthulhu-adjacent game. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do that makes it different from the Call of Cthulhu that we know and love. Absolutely. Season four. Yeah. Who knew? This was a pandemic project, and COVID doesn't exist anymore, according to the right wing media. Yeah. Uh, well, but with that, back to Rivers of London. Yes, it is a uh, tabletop game based on novels by Bear, uh, sorry, Ben, Ben Aronovich. Although Bear Aronovich oh, might be even cooler. Better pen name. Should write him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the, the parody. Of course, we are joined with our players tonight, Jody. Hello, my friends. And for the first time, Jeremy, formerly of, or currently of, Old Men Rolling Dice, but definitely with Cantrips and Coffee. I like formally, formally of, currently of, yeah. I'm still doing kind of stuff there, but kind of not, so. But I'm glad to well, be here. Well, we're glad to have you. Thanks, um, guys little explanation you will not hear Jaden uh, at least for this season who knows for how long um, we hate him no uh, actually Jaden is off seeing the world and doesn't have time to regularly participate in our show uh, there's no you know ill wishes or misgivings from us we we wish him all the best and we miss him but we're excited for the journeys that he is about to be on yeah, we might try and get him on for like a holiday episode or something if he's available. But Ooh, he does run a pretty mean holiday episode. Yeah, loves a one pager. We also rate and review coffees on this show, and this batch we have Burgundy by Birdie Coffee Company. Cade, what did we have to say about Burgundy? I'm pretty sure when I texted you about this, I said it was the most painfully average coffee that we had ever had. Um, it, it just tastes like coffee. There's a little bit of a hazelnut note, a little bit of a citrus note that's not great. But other than that, it tastes like the most middle-of-the-road coffee you've ever had. Not quite gas station, but, like, I'd put it on par with, like, Timmy's. Like, it's just, it's just hot and caffeinated. Yeah. Yeah, it was had a real strong citrus note, but it reminded me as if my coffee from the gas station had been sitting there well past the timer. Oh, see, and like I didn't get that strong of a citrus note. It might have been in the ways that we brewed it might make a difference with it. I just did drip coffee because my wife wanted some as well. And we both just agreed that it was, it tastes like what the word coffee looks like. Like it just, it had nothing going on for it. Fair enough. Well, you know what, Cade? I'm thinking our rating system this batch uh, is going to be good uh, good ghost boys. Good ghost boys. Good ghost doggies. I yeah. will take your word for it. I'm going to give it two good ghost doggies out of five. <laughs> you know what? I That's exactly where I was going with it. Two good ghost doggies out of five combined score. And with that... Grab a mug, fill it full of the hot stuff, and sit back and listen to our first episode of Season 4, Rivers of London, by Chaosium.
Alright, well, here we are for Rivers of London by Chaosium. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good. Feels like it's been a really long time since we all played together in something that wasn't live. Yeah, like too long. Yeah. It's really late here. I like that, though. <laughs> I'm, a night, I'm a Nighthawk, so this, this mm. works... Per, like, this is when I like to game, but like... Most people in my time zone are in bed by now. <laughs> or headed that way. Yeah, this is the first time for our show that like a different time zone's really been a factor because you're two provinces no, three provinces away. Yeah, three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. So two whole time zones or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Saskatchewan might be weird. It's I Saskatchewan. Think... We've talked about this. We have. We <laughs> talked about the enigma that is saskatchewan it's a good enigma though most of my family's from saskatchewan so i've got a soft spot for the place mm. you're the only albertan that has anything good to say <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> all right well um you know what guys uh why don't we just start out uh let's talk about who we are playing tonight so rivers of london <clears throat> we we're calling it like soft call of cthulhu because the systems are very similar uh, written by paul fricker and lynn hardy who are prolific uh call of cthulhu writers um they they've worked on the seventh edition rules um i think most of the major um modules that you would see out there such as the twin-headed serpent i believe paul was on um and then Paul is on the good friends of Jackson Elias, which is a pretty big Call of Cthulhu podcast. So very big names attached to this uh, for Chaosium. Uh, so who are we playing tonight? I'm playing Special Agent Nick Freeman of MI5, Section 4, Division 20. Uh, I'm playing someone significantly less important, uh, Professor <laughs> Donald Wortham. Uh, he's a lecturer at a local university. Hey, you're a professor. My guy only graduated high school. Yeah, but special agent is... <laughs> special agent is a good title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm playing Arthur Redwind. He's a, he's a like, fresh out of school firefighter cadet. He's he's just finished he's just finished his schooling and uh, yeah only only twenty two years old and new to the world. <laughs> it seems like we've got a, a pretty good array of occupations here. Um, much like Call of Cthulhu, this runs on an occupation style of character class. So you don't have your rogue warriors, things like that. You have people doing a job. What brings them all together, though, is that they have all been um, brought into the folly, which is uh, <coughs> the folly. How's it spelled? Sure. I didn't read it. F-O-L-L-Y. Folly. Folly? I think it's yeah. folly. Folly is only one with them wily Brits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. A, it is a very British um, game, and and so based on the novels, of course, by uh, Ben Aronovich, and uh, is involving the we're going to call it the the folly. Um, it's the the folly is a special arm of the Met, which deals with the paranormal, and they often bring in. Uh, investigators that are specialists they don't actually like they're not a police officer for the the folly which they do hire um, they are people with ordinary jobs who give their expertise to the folly 
with that being said, let's just jump right into the game. So it is Sunday, 8 a.m., and DCI Nightingale has called our investigators to meet him in the former visitor's lounge, now the briefing room. And uh, he begins by saying, Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Earlier, I received a telephone call from our colleagues at Charing Cross Primary Crime Unit. There was an incident late last night at Stonewater's Bookshop on New Row that they believe will be of interest to us. One of the booksellers, a Mr. Warwick Anderson, was assaulted at approximately 12.30 a.m. while rearranging a display in the bookshop's basement. Mr. Anderson, somewhat concussed, managed to telephone the emergency services. The call handler sent a response team to the bookshop where they had to force an entry in order to render assistance. Our co colleagues from Charing Cross carried out a search of the premises while Mr. Anderson was seen by the attending paramedics. They found no alarms tripped and no evidence of a break-in, nor of anything having been stolen. However, there were obvious signs of a disturbance in the basement matching the description given to them by the victim. I would like you to interview Mr. Anderson to establish his recollection of events. He is awaiting you at the Cappuccino Lounge, also on New Row. Then I would like you to visit the bookshop and carry out an inspection, including an initial vestigium assessment, to determine whether this is indeed a Falcon case. Ms. Saffron Jackson, the store's manager, will be on hand to escort you. The bookshop usually opens at 11 a.m. on a Sunday, and by all accounts, Ms. Jackson is keen to resume business at the earliest possible convenience. Report back here to me once you've completed your initial inquiries. I await your findings with interest. And with that, Nightingale nods his farewells to the investigators and leaves the room. All right. Um, so nothing like supernatural other than the fact that there was no seemingly obvious way of entry? Uh, nothing that was reported. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> well, blimey, we might as well catch the bus. I am going Tally to um, I am going to send you guys a screenshot here of the map of the folly um, the way that this game kind of documents the folly is that it really is your kind of central hub your hideout kind of thing uh, and so because of that uh, you can use it for numerous things. You know, it has um, all of your research stations, uh, private uh, lounges. It has uh, places to grab food. It really does anything that you in the game might need so that you don't have to access, like, public services and things like that. I spend most of my time in the armory. <laughs> so I've put that into the general chat there so that you can see it uh and sorry what what had you decided to do uh i don't know i don't think there's anything else that we need in terms of information um do we want to just go ahead straight to the the victim to the cappuccino lounge uh <clears throat> he was going to meet us at eight o'clock is that what the um, let me see here. 
it doesn't actually say a time. It is eight o'clock when the briefing takes place. Oh, okay, um, that's so what I. Yeah, okay. Just the assumption that he'll be waiting there relatively soon. Well, the as, shop itself opens up at eleven thirty. We might as well get there before any foot traffic messes with with evidence, I suppose. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, or actually, eleven o'clock for the bookstore. Sorry. Um, yeah. So you guys drive on down uh, to New Row. And uh, you can see both the Cappuccino Lounge and actually only about 20 meters away, you actually see the Stolen Waters Bookshop. Um, When you look through the window on the outside, you can see that there is a PC, um, a police officer, uh, who is sitting with a man inside. We've never met Mr., uh, Mr. Anderson? No. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, let's head on in. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Donald will, will walk up and introduce himself. Sorry, is this at, this is at the cappuccino place? It is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Donald walks up, and uh, he can see that uh, who he assumes is Mr. Anderson is clutching a glass cup of what looks like a pretty frothy coffee. Uh, and he is accompanied by a PC, and you can see the nameplate Singh on it. Well, um, hello, Officer Singh, and you must be Mr. Anderson. Uh, my name is Donald Wortham, and these are my associates. Um, we're here to uh, talk about what happened. You can see he... Uh, he kind of shakes his head and looks down at his coffee cup <clears throat> while he does it. And um, his somewhat rumpled, blonde, spiky hair it flops around. And you're not sure if he's disheveled or if this is just the style he's going for. But um, how old is he? He, uh, he would be, let me just double check here. He's not crazy old. Totally just lost my page in the PDF, though. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Do, 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 do. He is twenty nine. Oh, okay. Um, he kind of he turns his head to uh, PC Singh and and he says, uh, I, "I I think I'll I think I'll be fine with these gentlemen here. Uh, seems to be a few few more of them." Um, and with that, uh, PC Singh PC Singh uh, stands up and and nods and says, "Gentlemen." And uh, he does begin to leave. Uh, from there, Mr. Anderson um, talks about his experience. And he, he says, I was working in the basement. It's around midnight, give or take. I was moving the celebrity book, uh, chef books to the other end of the cookery section <laughs> when I was hit in the back by something. I turned around to find Banksy's wall in peace at my feet. The paper book paperback not the hardback or else that might have really really hurt uh the the thing is is i was supposed to be the only one in the shop and well there was no sign of anyone who could have thrown it so i'll admit uh, I, I was really spooked you can see on his face that he's he's showing signs of just having a difficulty recalling exactly what happened um in terms of emotional regulation and he, he says i went upstairs to take a look around and make sure no one had broken in but all the doors were locked and i couldn't see anyone i was feeling a bit annoyed by that point so i gave up looking and went back to reshelving the books 
next thing I know, I get hit on the head by a soft toy, like the one we keep at the till points. I was just about to turn around and catch whoever threw it red-handed when a ton of books smashed into me from the art section and flattened me. Uh, a couple of the really big Tashin uh, art books caught me in the back of the head, but I managed to stagger to the phone at the downstairs till and dialed 999. It's all a bit hazy after that. Someone helped me to get to the ambulance where they told me I had a mild concussion. I, I went home then and I got a call asking me to come back and get interviewed by some special crimes unit. You, you, you lot, I'm, I'm assuming. I told them there was no way I was getting within 500 meters of that place, but eventually they convinced me to come here and meet you instead. Who was it that helped you to the ambulance? I'm afraid I don't actually recall. Like I said, it was really hazy and with, with the concussion and all. Uh, did they say anything? Did they sound like uh, their accent was local? I think so. I, I don't think it was anybody strange. This couldn't be a case of just bad shelving and they fell off on your head? No, like I, like I said, I was over at Cookery and I was being pelted with art books. I mean, they they should have been across the room. You don't have any enemies? People that would want to mess with you in any way? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean... Listen, I know that it's really hard to be a bookkeeper, but I do a really good job, so people don't really seem to want to fight me about it. Is it? Uh, do you know how many books I shelve? Do you know how tired my arms get? Does he look at all physically impressive? No. <laughs> he is very scrawny. <laughs> Have you uh, had a chance to do an inventory? Uh, on, on your stocks since the incident? Uh, have you noticed anything missing, especially any special deliveries? No, it, it just happened last night. I mean, maybe Miss Jackson started something, but I, I, like I said, I went home after the ambulance took me away. And Can I can I take a look at your head? Could you maybe let me have a look there? And uh, yes, Sure, sure. He uh, kind of awkwardly turns and isn't sure if he should just like yeah. bow forward or turn no no i i tell him just to sit still i i walk around him i'm like whoa whoa, whoa just and i i'm gonna like take take a look to see if he's got like lumps on his head or something like can we even verify that there's an actual injury here uh, yeah there appears to be some bruising is there any kind of check we can do to like uh know if it was made by like something shaped like a book or if maybe he just got blackjacked uh i believe all of you have first aid so that that would be the one thing so let's let's get into rule stuff uh so this system rivers of london uses a very streamlined skill system so unlike call of cthulhu where i mean what do we have 30 40 skills on the sheet uh, mm. yeah you in rivers of london there are eight common skills and then there are advanced skills. And everybody has access to the common skills. And then you get about two advanced skills when you create your character. And you can find more as you level up. Um, but everybody would have those eight skills. And so I believe in this case, what would we want to use? Well, I, as a firefighter, I've been trained a little bit in par as a paramedic. So I do have yep. medicine, if that would work. I just, I'd have to, so again, this is where I'm like, what's the difference between 
Is there a medicine? I didn't. A first aid? I didn't find a first aid when I looked. Yeah, I didn't see first aid either. But I did find an expert skill for medicine, and it was suggested for like paramedics and things like mm-hmm. that. So, okay. Well, then I I'm gonna rule that that is the one we should use. Do you want me to make a roll then? Yes. So it is a D100. So roll a two uh, D10s, and you want to get under your number. Unlike Call of Cthulhu, where they have the regular, the half, and the fifth, this just has regular and half. Yeah. So I got, I literally have a 60 and I rolled a 60. So half, not half, That's sorry, just regular. Just regular success. Yeah, nice. um, yeah it, it shows all the signs mm-hmm. of a concussion. You know, like he still kind of has that glazed over look. Uh, you can see where he's definitely been hit with something blunt in the back of the head. Um, and then he also has bruises around uh, his, the, his back and shoulders where he said he was pelted with more books. This honestly seems consistent with what he said. Trying to show that I'm not just a young, pretty face. So I'll make sure the... Other two investigators see it. I'll be like, see? Yeah, definitely bruise and boom. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. hit on there. It does look consistent with the crate of books. <laughs> I've seen it many times at MI5. <laughs> happens more often than you think. Angry librarians. Always in the archives. Yeah. <laughs> Can you uh, recall if anyone unusual came into the shop yesterday? He doesn't seem to recall anybody who really stuck out i mean he's like ah, you get your usuals right like you you get uh the kids who are way too excited um by the toys uh, you you get the, the the women who come in for their heaps of romance novels uh it's all about fairies these days too you know a lot um, of women and then do you see a lot of women <laughs> he does listen <laughs> like um, in the store there's a lot of women he says i mean generally uh, what are we I talking here say, like older women or are, are you trying to pick them up it's good to have a type like... <laughs> <laughs> well just you know yeah. bachelors he, have to keep their options open fair fair enough i uh, no, i i mean no more than usual i guess uh, we also get our fair share of men in there uh you know and sometimes they pick up the romance too uh, you know have you had any uh requests for special orders from collectors mm-hmm. or anything like that very recently um no i wouldn't say so um nope nothing nothing interesting's come in nothing out of the ordinary do you deal As, in particularly valuable books, or is it more like modern? Yeah, like non collector's editions, non like historical value. We no, we don't typically go for <laughs> collectors' books, other than if they're a new print run of something. But mm. we don't go for like first edition copies. Gotcha. All of our books are new. There, there's nothing old or used. Okay. Is there any record of this happening before? Somebody. Saying they were hit with a book? Like, how long have you worked there, sir? Interesting. Is this a serial I'm... book smasher? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he starts to think back and uh, wonder. He's like, oh, well, I, I've worked there for three years, and this is the first time it's ever happened. Uh, at least that to I you. know of. Nobody... To you, yeah. 
Yeah, nobody else has ever talked about it. I feel like that's something that would go around, you know, like, hey, don't do this on a Saturday or something like that. No rumors of the building being haunted or anything like that? I mean, it's a weird building. It doesn't have a the usual layout of the land, you know? What do you, what do you mean can weird? You, yeah, can you elaborate? Uh, yeah, it's a super weird shape to it. Um, I mean, first of all, it's got this huge glass dome on the top, um, which is pretty weird. But then the other thing is, is like, it's two buildings that have been combined. Um, something about the, the owners decades ago, probably, uh, had two buildings, two different shops, and they wanted one really big one, so they bought them both and then put them together it honestly it makes security a nightmare in there because there's so many dead zones mm. dead zones what, what do you mean dead zones you know like areas that you can't watch very well because there's corners oh. there's alcoves yeah you mean like, like for that. shoplifters yeah do you get a lot of those um, i wouldn't say anything more than usual what kind of coffee is that you're drinking yeah he looks down and, oh, it's a cappuccino we are at the cappuccino lounge sir how much okay. whiskey is in your cappuccino <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to sniff his drink <laughs> uh I, I think you have to roll observation <laughs> i don't make it <laughs> so uh just on that point the, the the eight common skills are athletics drive navigate observation read person research Sense Vestigia, Social, and Stealth. Which is nice because some of those are the same as Call of Cthulhu, but some of them are unique to this system. But uh, you don't, Wait a minute, you don't what, notice anything. What's Cade's else. character? What's your character's name? Donald. Do I see Donald sniff the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he failed, he's very odd. Like, he bends down and... <laughs> oh my, I tripped. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I, feel like, I feel like maybe I've missed a cue and that's something I should be doing. So maybe I lean, I'm going to lean in and sniff too. Is that you, sir? Um, it might be uh, an eau de toile, but uh, I don't... <laughs> I didn't make my observation either, so. Are you the owner? No, I I'm just a worker. Um, the I'm really actually not even sure about the owner, but um, Ms. Jackson is the one who runs it. Oh, okay. Yes, I've got her name in my notes here. Yeah. Is, is it common for you to work alone after hours? Generally, because then it's just stock and things like that, you know? Like, it's really not work that needs a whole team. You strike think... me as the type of guy that works alone. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I think you know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, <clears throat> nods and takes a sip of his cappuccino. <laughs> like, sure, yeah, sure do. <laughs> Um, as an added note, uh, this game really heavily relies on uh, the statements that the people make. And so they often are written up in the form of handouts so that you can rely upon them. Uh, like Cthulhu, it's very clue intensive. So I have placed that in the general chat if you're wondering about anything he's already talked about. 
Uh, would he be willing to take us there and show us like where he was and where the things came from? Oh, absolutely not. No, I am not going back there. Make Did you quit a... your job? Um, I am seeking alternative employment. I haven't quit yet, but uh, they've given me some time off to, you know, um, deal with it. Recover, recoup, absolutely. Can I Maybe make, like barista? Yeah, it's just down the street. It's close by anyway. <laughs> um, can I make like a law roll to see if I know some like obscure bylaw or something that would allow me to kind of pressure him to take us there and show us in more detail uh yes is that an expert skill it is indeed and that would have come from your occupation hey yeah from special agent nice okay so go ahead and make the roll and then tell me specifically what you're looking for uh i failed the roll i hmm you can push in this system right i have read that in the yes. rule book so it does steal the push and the luck mechanics from cthulhu um, which might be part of the basic role-playing system in general um, but so you can do either of those if you would prefer. In pushing a roll, can I like switch skills if that makes sense? Like knowing that I couldn't think of anything that was actually legal, I could use social to kind of BS my way around it. Speak legalese. Uh, let me double check on that. Okay. I know when I play Call of Cthulhu, I often say yes because it's the same goal you're getting to i just want to see if they have a specific ruling on it yeah so it it doesn't doesn't have a mention of like using it different they specifically okay. say that pushing is using the same skill um so i would say if you're wanting to try a different approach, that's just a different rule. But if you're really set on law, it would be the same well, rule. Well, I'll, and... I'll say that through pushing it, I'll kind of like do the same thing. Instead of actually knowing a law, I'll quickly recite something about uh, to make police forms official. We actually need to make sure that we uh, investigate the scene of the crime with the person who reported it. I roll uh, with a hard success. Yes. I feel like that's not I feel like you're lying to him. Yes, I, I but he's using his to... his knowledge of the law to inform his lie to make it sound legit. That's really tenuous, but I will allow it. I will also <laughs> say that I on the roll I would have succeeded on a social as well. Okay, well it would have been a social okay. uh, because that encompasses all manner of interactions. Yeah. Um, so. I'm going to let you know, he, he is not going to go back there. Okay. Um, so he looks at you and he's like, uh, I, I guess if that's the law, you're just going to have to arrest me because I'm not going. Uh, you said in your statement that all the doors were locked. Were there any windows that were open or left unlocked or anything like that? No. Uh, in fact, they had to smash open um, the front glass door in order to come in and get me. Oh. Is there Why was cellar? that? Well, because it was locked and they didn't have a key. And you couldn't open it? I was unconscious. unconscious. They didn't call uh they didn't call Ms. Jackson for a key? Um I don't know if they would have had that information when they wanted to get to me. I made the call to nine 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 and they sent the ambulance. 
Can we confirm that 999 is the equivalent of 911? Yes. It is. Okay, yeah. good. Good. I thought so, but I'm reading through this statement trying to find inconsistencies like I'm playing Phoenix Wright and I'm remembering <laughs> how bad I am at that game. Oh, man. It's, when we do our espresso, somebody should do that. That's a great game. It's a lot of fun. I'm just not good at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. What kind of soft I mean, toy was it that hit you in the back of the head? Um, I think it was like a child's plushie. Might have been a bear or a puppy. Gotcha. A little yeah. suspicious you don't remember what it was. But... Well, it, it was One of the ones with the big on eyes? The... I think so. Real cutesy. Choking hazard, by the way. Choking hazard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, blame capitalism that they keep him at the till specifically so that, uh, you know, children will ask their parents to buy them. I'm going to look to our agent here like, so do we get to cuff him now? <laughs> well, unfortunately, he hasn't done anything wrong, except annoy me. If we were in America, that'd be enough. That would be enough. And I mean, look at his coffee. <laughs> Doesn't smell right. <laughs> Can't we know what good coffee is on this show. <laughs> this is like a number two. <laughs> When you got the call asking you to come back and be interviewed, who was it that called you? Was it just like a representative or a specific agent or? Um, I, I think it was, um, was it DCI Nightingale? Mm. Okay. Yeah. He wanted me like at the scene, but I told him, no, I, I actually wanted to be much farther away than we are currently. Well, maybe we talked to Ms. Jackson. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go get a coffee before we leave. Good call. I'm going to get this guy's information so that if we need to talk to him again, we can. Yeah, he gives you his uh, both his home address and his uh, phone number. Are we in the time period of cell phones? Uh, yes. So yeah, I think canonically, modern. it takes place in 2016, but they also said that you could put it in any... Right. You could put it in 2023 if you wanted why didn't you call on your cell phone? Why did you go to the phone by the till? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I it just I knew we had a landline. Um, and he, he stops and he thinks about it for a second. He's like, well, come to think about it. Uh, I actually had to get my phone replaced early this morning. It, it wasn't working. When did it stop working? Mm. Well, I'm wondering if maybe when I fell to the floor, because uh, when I came to um, and after I was done with the paramedics, uh, it wasn't working. I, I didn't even think to use it at the time, but I, I did have to get it replaced afterwards. Was it like physically broken, like the screen cracked or anything, or was it just not functional? It, it was non-functional. Um, I'll be honest, it, it, it kind of smelled like it smoky. Like your coffee? Uh, <laughs> um, no, <laughs> and he actually says, <laughs> he, he says, uh, actually, uh, here, and he pulls it out of his pocket. Um, you can see he has two cell phones, one that lights up when he pulls it out of his pocket, and the other one that doesn't do anything, and he, he hands it to you. You have two cell phones? Sniff. Well, because I got it replaced. Already? 
Uh, no, the the one is the one that I had to replace, and the one is the replacement. I replaced it this morning before coming here. That's fast. Suspicious. Us young I folks. <laughs> I sniff it. Uh, give me a <laughs> observation roll. <laughs> this is canon that you have to sniff everything. Yeah, everything. Uh, no, I did not make it. <laughs> These new dice are letting me down so far. So, and and unlike Cthulhu, um, it doesn't make like these really small numbers for skills. You either start off with a 60 or a 30. 60 if there's skills that you, as an occupation, would possess. Uh, A 30 um, if, you know, you you don't think that your character would have that. You get to choose six of them to promote. Mm -hmm. And Observation was not one of them. I have one. Can I... Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, but you go ahead. Yeah. No, you you do it, Jordy. Sure. You smell this, Agent. <laughs> uh, regular <laughs> success. Uh, it smells, it smells funky. It smells smoky. Like, it smells like oh, a short circuit. Smell. smell, smell. Um, does anybody have smell, some kind smell, of, smells. like, repair or something like that to take this thing apart? No. No, I'm a history professor. I got nothing. Can I bag Why it as evidence? Um, he, he looks at you and he says, yeah, I, I don't need it anymore. I took the sim out. Um, why don't you guys go ahead and, and, and roll me the common skill sense vestigia. I was just going to say this. I super didn't get it. Epic fail. I, I did not get, I got a regular, not a hard. Perfect. Nice. So sense vestigia is the it sounds dirty magic sense you know, it sounds <laughs> like venereal disease I say, i'm pretty um, sure i got vaccinated for that <laughs> so vestigia, oh, vestigia in this world is specifically <laughs> the remnants of magic and so when you use sense vestigia it can be used to sense what magic is around or to sense the traces and remnants of uh, magic that has been left behind um, the idea that big events in history leave behind traces of magic because magic is everywhere um and so what uh, Jeremy, and that's common knowledge name? that's common knowledge right like my uh, understanding is that magic is not like something that only a few people know about everybody sort of knows it's out there actually or, in this world it is um not common knowledge so oh, okay. we have specific policing forces that deal with it um but as far as i know not everybody knows about okay. magic but i it's could common... be wrong about that it's common knowledge to us because we're investigators with this organization. Yeah, I think it's right? like with it's the folly. common knowledge. Yeah, it's common knowledge for the people in the know. Not on topic, but it just occurred to me that Axel in Beverly Hills Cop, I think his his last name might be Foley. Axel Foley. Is yeah. it Axel Foley? Yep. Is it Axel Foley? It I definitely Foley. is. Suddenly I feel like I missed an opportunity <laughs> to name my character. <laughs> I need to die off in this episode so I can <laughs> Axel Foley. All right, I'll get a book. <laughs> uh, with your sense vestigio role, uh, it occurs to you that uh, magic and technology are not compatible and that if magic, intense magic is used in a space with technology, the microprocessors short out. It's a BS rule. Everything's technology. Just Again, I'm going to fall share... off your car, or <laughs> <laughs> I'm sharing that out. with the other investigators because uh, I want to look smart. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. So we know that something out of this world happened. Well, we might be. 
I mean, he could have also just fallen on this, fallen on this wrong, right? Maybe. Right, but it would have. I think the screen would have broken. Is the screen broken? It is not. Yeah, that was my thought. Well, I think we got to go check this place out, and we see if if they have computers or other pieces of technology that are also fried like this. I think we have something on our hands. Go talk to this Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. That's what I've been right. thinking and since you said it the first time. <laughs> I thought it too. Uh, well, you know what, guys? Um, I'm running low on coffee, so I think it's time to get a refill. Hey, Table Help Players. It's Ruin here. We're just taking a quick coffee refill. And as we do that, we wanted to talk to you about some of the exciting possibilities that we have here in the Natural 20 Cafe. Join with me to do that is my co-host, Cade. Hey, I'm still Cade. Uh, from the beginning and now. Uh, we have some really awesome things that we would love for you to be aware of. First of all, we have our Patreon. If you like the show and would like to support us more while getting some extra goodies along the way, please consider checking us out on Patreon at Cantrips and Coffee. Uh, for a couple of bucks, you can support us while also getting some amazing bonuses like our exclusive Discord, some extra special side podcasts that aren't released anywhere else, as well as uncut episodes of this show you're listening to right now. We're even funnier if you don't filter us. You can also join us on all forms of social media. We are most active on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, yeah, we like to think we're funny and post funny things there. And so uh, join in on the conversation. And who knows, maybe look forward to a contest or something that we throw at you once in a while. But uh, with that, I think those beans are being done brewing. And we're going to get back into the episode. And we're back and highly caffeinated. So our investigators make their way to the bookstore just down the street stone waters um you when you arrive you can see that uh certainly it is uh boarded up where they had to break the glass to get in Uh, you can tell from the exterior that it is quite old um you know when he talked about uh two shops being put together um it would have had to have happened quite some time ago because this building is probably 18th century. Uh, you might even suspect uh, that it is listed. Now, I'm doing my best to interpret what this means in the, the British jargon. Uh, I think it means that it's of historical relevance. So it's on a list. I think I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where in Canada, we don't have buildings that old enough unless you go to Quebec. We do here in Ontario. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Ontario. That's just as bad. <laughs> we have something, you can get a heritage home designation. And then they put like a plaque on the front of your home. And then you can't paint it different colors or change how it looks from the outside. Good dude, my, my aunt did that in London and regretted it. I feel like, like even that is probably not as old as what you would expect yeah. in... Like, I remember go, I went to Italy, and just the concept of old was just so different. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. like, they, we was like, yeah, this this house in Canada is 200 years old. And we were like, oh my gosh, that's like older than the country. And you went over there, and they're like, yeah, so this is uh, about 11th century. <laughs> Europeans are always trying to one-up us. True story. Yeah. <laughs> we'll always have World War Two, Or was it one? I think it was kind of both. Actually. I think it was both. Both, both Canada kicked ass. <laughs> Geneva con- Convention was brought in when? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, we did that. We, we're responsible for that. Yeah. Yeah. We fucked up. 
<laughs> anyway, so you are outside of Stonewaters, and yeah, you you can tell that this is quite the old building. Can we see the second building that he talked about and how they're joined? Or yeah, is it like you, off, is it off the back, or are they like side by side townhouse type thing? Uh, it would be like off, like to the back, but it's slightly staggered, and so you can tell that they built into it um, in the middle. Okay, I'm gonna open? go up and open the door. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you um, you try, but it it is locked, and <clears throat> you can see that uh, there is a woman on the inside uh, and she uh, is stocking some shelves and, and doing some work. Uh, and when she sees you trying to get in, uh, she walks very calmly over to the door, points at her watch and she mouths, sorry, we don't open till 11. Do we have badges? You do. So all of you would have what are called warrant cards, which are essentially your police identification. Hold that up. Point to it. Right. Okay. Uh, so you, so I mimic the agent up. as best as I can. <laughs> uh, and she, she begins to mouth a, a silent apology to you, and she quickly unlocks the door and ushers you inside before uh, re-locking it. Miss Jackson? Uh, yes. Are you real? <laughs> I, I am for real. <laughs> Um, we are, uh, investigators. That's the term I'm looking for. Uh, we are investigators here. Um, just looking into what happened last night with Mr. Anderson. Oh, uh, have you spoken to him already? I, I haven't had a chance. Yes, we just finished speaking with him. Is he all right? He was gone by the time I got here. He's a little shaken, um, a mild concussion, but he seems to be doing all right. Seems a little frail, weak of will. Is that the right guy? <laughs> that sounds like him. He might be perhaps a little bit more shaken than normal. Can you confirm his story? It seems a little... Um, yeah, I, I, she kind of hesitates for a moment and frowns and says, I... I, I don't know what to tell you. I, from what I can tell on the the cameras, he was working and then books flew at him. Um, I can't tell if they were thrown by someone. Uh, I'll be honest, the camera angle isn't very good. Did any of you want to try a read person? Yes. Yeah. It'd be similar to psychology in Cthulhu. Uh, oh, all zeros is a hundred, right? It is. So you fumbled. So, so I you super begin staring. Real, yeah, you begin <laughs> staring real creepy at her, and she kind of puts her hand sniffer, over the top sniffer. of her blouse. <laughs> <laughs> Down, well, boy. <laughs> I got a fifty-seven out of sixty, so a normal success. All right. Uh, you can tell she seems slightly irritated. Um, you mentioned that the the camera doesn't have uh, a, a good view. Um, your employee said that their their cell phone was fried after the incident, uh, and it might seem like a strange lead, but I was wondering if any of your computers have gone down or any other pieces of technology, tablets, speakers. The cameras mm -hmm. themselves. 
Nope, they they all seem to be working. Nothing, nothing stopped. Um, you guys would know based off of the information of microprocessors shorting out when magic is nearby. That like, unless it's a, a enormous area that that magic is covering, um, it does have to be fairly nearby in order to be affected. Would you be able to show us the footage that you do have? Um, yeah, I, I think I, I think I can there. Um, Let's see. And she uh, begins to lead the way to the manager's room. And it's at this point that I'm going to give you guys a map of the place. We love maps. I love when they put maps in. I hate making maps. It's been so long since I played a tabletop session where I actually had like miniatures and a physical representation of my character. I've just, like, accepted theater of the mind. I prefer it. It just seems more fluid. I like it except for when I'm dropping a giant monster on my players. Then yeah. I want a big, ferocious-looking mini. That's fair. Also, those minis look badass, then. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so she, she begins to lead you down uh, to the second story. I'm going to ask all of you to make me an observation roll as you're walking through. No, I'm not observant. Oof, I didn't get it. Got by one. Nice. I succeeded mine as well. Perfect. Okay. Just a regular there, Jeremy? Yeah, regular success. Okay. Um, so you guys all notice the, the glass dome that Mr. Anderson had pointed out. Um, yeah, it's an interesting architectural choice it lets a lot of natural sunlight in are there fingerprints on the outside of the windows up there can i see them not with your failed roll all right fine <laughs> but Is, no. does it no, look there's... like there's any way for... <laughs> does it look like there's any way for parts of the dome to open or close no, it's like, it is actually like a, a nice paned window, but no actual opening to it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe if we could see where the cookbooks are, the ones that struck the man. Yeah. Uh, so when she's walking through, um, you have to go straight through. And like, again, the weird shape of it, right? Uh, so you walk through and then in the middle section, you have to take a right angle going to the the left so uh and uh you then find yourself in another section which actually has uh doors out to another street um there is also uh so the main doors have been like barred off so people can't go in but there are windows that open up to that side they are currently closed um and then you see that there are doors that go downstairs as well. Um, you notice the children's section as well as the travel section on the top floor before descending. Uh, when you get down there, you can notice that um, at the far north of the basement is the art section that Mr. Anderson had mentioned. Oh, yeah. Uh, as well as the cookery section that he said he was stocking. And you actually have to walk through the cookery section to get into the back area, which is barred by a security door. Uh, and she leads you 
back to the manager's office, which has uh, the security system in it. Can I pause for a moment in the as we walk through the cookbook section and uh, sense Vestigia there? Like, see if there's anything that. Uh, or sense yeah. Vestigia something like you'll tell me when I need when I need to. No, you can absolutely ask to ask to roll that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna as we go and through you... the different sections, the art section and the cooks book section, see if there's anything that stands out to me. Okay. Not today. Not today it doesn't. That's a failure on that roll. Just a failure, not a fumble? Yeah, no, I rolled 72. I, okay. only, have a thir- I only have a 30. Did you, Oh, you only have a 30. That'd be a lot of luck to spend. Yeah. Uh, you could try to push the roll if you wanted. Now, if I fail a pushed roll, is it similar to Cthulhu in that like there are drastic consequences? Generally, but the one thing that I want to highlight about this system is it's very hopeful. Uh, it, it says that Cthulhu is dread and this is hope. So don't think that it's going to be like a life-ending um, problem. <laughs> Madness! But it, yeah, but like definitely things could get worse. Okay, I'll, I'll push it then. Hold on a second. I still didn't make it. I got a 42, so I would have okay. to spend 12 luck. Do we get luck back if we spend it? Uh, you do. There is a way to um, increase your luck every session. You just can't use luck on a pushed roll. Oh. Mm. Way to go, Jeremy. <laughs> well, uh, you know, with your, your failed roll, you start to uh, you start to get the feelings of pain, joy, sweat, and tears. Uh, but really, that's just London. It's my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see what the security room brings up, I guess. All right. Now, something I want to throw out there, just because again, the the system really highlights it is um, getting witness um, or, uh, statements. Remember that uh, you're police officers of a sort, and so those things really come into handy. Not that I'm saying do it right now, just as a reminder of like the system really kind of relies on those things to give you key information. So, in the okay. security room, uh, let me see here. All right, so Miss Jackson takes you in there, uh, and she kind of fiddles around uh, a little bit. Um, you know, this whole area back here seems like a storeroom area. Um, you walk past the staff room, and uh, it's all very gray. And uh, she takes you to the computer and turns it on and um, puts the... Or sorry, not turns it on because it would already be on, but um, kind of makes sure that the program is up and right in your faces and turns the monitor so that everybody gets a really good angle on it. You can tell that right away the timestamp is at 12.30 a.m. from uh, today. And as you watch, you see that Warwick Anderson appears on the far left of the screen. He's nearly out of the shot, but uh, because the camera's position, uh, the books appear suddenly entering the frame in mid-flight before uh, hitting him. The force of their impact pushes him further into the frame, as well as knocks him down. Uh, Warwick then pulls himself up and, and staggers uh, very, you know, like almost like a disordered, dis, uh, drunkenly kind of way, um, probably from the impact of being hit. And then he disappears out of sight again. Can I make an observation roll to see 
if like did it look like the book was thrown by a person like was it spinning uh i will roll spend three luck to succeed okay um it's difficult to tell but um you you very like easily recognize that um it probably wasn't the result of a spell being cast um you know like when if you were to use a spell to cast something it would almost like like float be a little bit more floaty yeah whereas this very much looks like a very steady arc through the air yeah i don't mean to be cruel but is it comedic because <laughs> he's kind, he struck me as kind of a bit of a i don't know Someone who might have gotten picked on a lot in school. So I feel like seeing the books strike him again and again, like maybe it's a bit like, the, clearly I'm a bully. <laughs> I just I just realized what I've done. but uh... You know, working that through my head, <laughs> I'm the asshole. <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> maybe Arthur uh, smiles to himself and then realizes what he's doing and then stops. I, I mean... Definitely, his his frame is not helping this situation, uh, particularly as he tries to recover off uh, being hit by them. But uh, they're being thrown with some good force here. Like it could probably take anybody out. It just it's not me. It's what my character would do. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will ask uh, Miss Jackson if she could just tell us what she found when she first showed up. And if she noticed anything out of the ordinary or missing, uh, and w- whether she thinks that her employee is being totally honest. Sure. Uh, well, it really does sound like you're taking a statement. So I'm just going to give you uh, her statement here. Uh, so she says that uh, um, I got a phone call in the early hours from a police officer asking me to come to the bookshop to take care of the door. They said they'd had to break the glass to get inside to see what had happened to poor Warwick. And they left shortly after that because it was all kicking off in the piazza. A fight outside a bar or something. I don't know. Next, I called the maintenance company to send someone over to board up the door and clean up the glass. Once the maintenance guy got here, I checked around to see if anything was missing. It didn't look like it, but it's a bit hard to tell in all the mess downstairs. I've not touched anything down there because one of the officers told me not to until you'd seen it. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how to, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but if you could hurry up, I'd like to get everything squared away. Well, aren't you sympathetic? <clears throat> is the Piazza like a, like, a, is that a sort of district nearby or? Um, it would be part of the new row district and so it's kind of like a, a gathering area like this is you'd have your coffee shop there your bar <laughs> this um these shops whatever they were before having been combined so, being a firefighter have we responded to that area before like does this does that sound reasonable that there would be a fight outside of a bar there yes okay and one more thing from the camera footage. Uh, do we need a roll to kind of deduce where the camera wasn't looking at and where the book came from so that I can target a sense vestigia check in the area where it was coming from and the camera couldn't see? Uh, good good idea. Um, I don't think you need a roll. 
because like having you having walked through there yeah. you like you'd know like you saw the art section and you walked through the cookery section and so the camera itself was staring like between them on an angle so like if you think about like um north east south and west the camera is staring north east with the the art section to the north and the um cookery section to the southeast okay again probably because the the shape of this building they're trying to get the best angles they can but it, yeah. it's not it's ideal it's tricky and there's shelves everywhere yeah yeah so on our way through to go down to the basement i'd like to rock a sense vestigia check um in like basically from the camera footage roughly where i can see the book arcing from and the camera we're in the basement see. right we're already in the basement i think yeah yes okay well, we can yeah, finish so you would go back out to the main area yeah, yeah let's uh, well, that is in the basement okay yeah Oops. okay i will spend 15 luck to succeed it's like you know these characters yeah it's like you know these are expendable characters <laughs> someone someone's driven <laughs> yeah uh you made it a regular success yeah okay um so uh you begin to smell a really kind of sour scent it's like a slaughterhouse combined with rotting straw pleasant and do i recognize that not with Um, a normal success yeah not with a normal success okay um I will say to you that just like um, other basic role-playing systems, if you go to like a hard, you often get more information. Yeah. Just as an FYI. All right, so we'll go check out what she wanted to show. I basically just don't want to openly say in front of her like some magical stuff went down here, gang. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah she takes you back out to uh, that section and you can see right away that uh, this area has been pelted with art books. They don't belong here, and there is a ton of them on the floor. Like, we're talking, there's probably a hundred books in this area. Can I look for the Banksy one in particular, the first one that was thrown? Um, yeah. Um, just because based on the, the number of uh, books here, I think you should probably give me some sort of skill roll for it. Uh, uh, I could see it being just a observation. You could also go with a research. I would prefer research if you would allow that. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see it. Perfect. Uh, I still didn't make it. Uh, I'm going to burn <laughs> 17 luck. Okay. You should consider different dice tonight. Apparently, <laughs> but it's too late now. Yeah, you you, you dig through. Uh, you have to dig to the bottom of the pile, but you find it. Okay. Is there anything that stands out about this book in particular? Not really. Um, cool. I'm glad actually, I burned that luck. Uh, I'm gonna. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna use a meta here, um, because I want to see what the cover of this book actually would be. It's Banksy, so it's probably something pretentious. Oh, it's it's like it is the Banksy that the one with the throw the flowers. Yes, on yeah. the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there's nothing outstanding about it like it's not in like a 
poor condition or have anything written on it or anything. No, nothing like that. Can I sense vestigia on this book? Um, Rather than like sure. the area, but on this book in particular? Yeah, sure. Uh, fuck off. Uh, no, didn't make it. <laughs> Any other game, I'd be fucking killing it right now. <laughs> uh, just remember that a 100 is a fumble. Yeah, I didn't get 100. Um, can I make an observation roll to see if there's any type of pattern to the carnage, or if it's just chaos? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Fail. It is just chaos. It's a, a lot of art books that yeah. have been dumped in this area. Uh, I ask, uh, Miss Jackson if there is uh, roof access to this building. Uh, she says nothing that would be super accessible. Um, like you'd have to go through, um, you'd either have to put a ladder on top or go through like the actual, like, <clears throat> I'm just going to say attic, but it's not like a, an, an attic that you can actually walk through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. It's like structural rafters, not storage space. Yeah. Oops. Um, I'm trying to think. Tell you what, why don't you all just give me a g- general observation roll? Okay. I don't want to. Hey, I got this one. Heart hey, success. You, you wanted that one. I also got a heart success. Look at us. Yeah. High five. Uh, so there appears to be one section here in the basement that has been cleared out. Um, so if you look on the, the northwest in the basement, it's been cleared out so that it's no longer um, being used. Okay. Uh, I asked Miss Jackson, what's going on with this back corner here? She kind of turns and says, oh... <clears throat> Yeah, we've been we've been having to relocate some some books and things recently. Um, that's actually where the cookery section um, used to be, uh, because this was actually the children's uh, book section. But um, we don't have an elevator, and uh, we're not allowed to because <clears throat> we're listed. So we had to move that upstairs. This just seemed like a more accessible area, easier to watch. Are you planning on moving anything into this space? Um, well, yeah, to that space, we'll have to see. Uh, I might just put general research back there, since that seems to be our least used area. Um, yeah, it's, you know, now that we don't have to worry about uh, prams getting up and down the stairs, uh, it, I'm not, I haven't really thought it through Um it's it's going to be so much easier to have our our Saturday story time upstairs though. Is this the first week that this area has been cleared? Uh yeah. Yeah, we uh we used to uh, well I guess so last Saturday uh we had the children's section right here where the cookery is. And is this the first time that you guys have done a major restructuring of where things have been laid out? Yeah, uh, I think everything else has been there since the store opened. We've never actually moved things around before. 
I think we should all focus in that area and try yeah. and detect magic. Uh, which area? Wizard. The cleared out area. Did anyone make it? Hey, I did. Hard yes. success. Hard success. I'm not going <laughs> to spend my luck then. <laughs> I leave it. I let the big boys take care of it. <laughs> uh, so, okay, Donald can tell that this cleared out area is actually has the weakest sense vestigia. Um, but he really clearly hears like people shouting and excitement as well as desire and disappointment all of those emotions coming out of this area um and then as it kind of drifts closer into um the center of this whole basement um you start to get that slaughterhouse and rotting straw scent has there ever been an accident of any kind in this store not since I've been here. Um, it's a pretty old building, though. I mean, it goes back to the Georgian area era. Okay. Do you know anybody the... who's knowledgeable on the history of this building? Perhaps I'm the fairly knowledgeable on history okay. in general, but I don't know if that would apply to this particular case. Um, it's one of my expert skills. Is is history? Yeah. Hmm. Give it a roll. See what you get. All right. Uh, I'll burn 13 luck for a regular success. Um, so, being that the piazza is right outside, um, you would know that, like, all sorts of different activities um, in terms of, like, debauchery would be uh, in this area. So drinking, gambling, things like that. And so you're, you're linking that up to that, that sense of like excitement, but also disappointment that you sensed with, uh, through the magic. Right. Um, Miss Jackson, do you know what this building was before it was a bookstore? Like before they combined the two stores? Uh, she says she doesn't. Uh, it's never something that she's invested into. Um, okay. Although she's always wondered because the shape really is so strange. Um, yeah. To her knowledge, it was two buildings that were pushed together. When when the section was moved, was anything found? Like anything that seemed strange or out of place as bookshelves were emptied or moved, etc.? Nope. Nothing, nothing of note. Um, you know, mm. you always find a couple dusty copies of something that were forgotten, but yeah, nothing really. Is there any crawl spaces or things like that in the building that we're not aware of? That she, says she, she says none. She says none. Um, she can't even think of a place where there'd be, you know, one hidden. Like every every kind of nook and cranny is being used, <clears throat> and it's all solid wall all the way around. Okay. I think it would be good to find somebody or or some kind of resource to research. About the building. The building. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Clearly the bookstore owners didn't really care. They were just like, this is good retail space. Well, luckily for that, uh, you guys have the Folly, which has both a um, regular library as well as a magical library in it, as well as records. So you have all of that that you could research, 
And if you think you've collected as much information as you're going to get right now, uh, Nightingale is requesting a um, an update. Okay. Yeah, maybe um, go back to Folly and regroup. She mentioned that nothing was like out of place or missing, but of the books and that that were scattered about, did we find any that seemed like did they all come from the cooking section, or is there like one? true book crime with... novel yeah is there like one book that doesn't belong no they they were all taken from that previous section okay the art section um and then of course intermingled with the ones which were from the cookery which he was trying to stock and yeah just okay just to clear it up the area that's cleared is where they used to have the kids story time before they moved it yeah uh Sorry, I'm just no the the area that is cleared is where uh, cookery was. Okay. The children's section used to be what oh. cookery is now. So we might have a, like what an angry chef ghost that liked being next to the cookbooks. Well, it was celebrity cookbooks. Maybe it's like the ghost or of Gordon Ramsay, Julia Child, some, like <laughs> some sort of child. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, like maybe a fay fairy or. A... A brownie or something that doesn't like that the kids section was moved like that the kids section was taken over by cookbooks mm-hmm. and the kids kids section was moved upstairs and she claimed it was because they didn't have an elevator for the strollers but they don't have an elevator right we've looked around that's yeah, correct yeah and because it's a listed property they can't put one in and i don't know that seems like a logical reason like I, i'm not doubting yeah. Do we doubt her in any way? Like, do we feel like she's led us astray at any point? I don't think so. Like, I think she's, person. I think she's kind of shrewd, but I don't think that she's like lying. I will do it. I think she just doesn't particularly care about her employee. Yeah, the... not a hard, not a hard success, but I did get a success. Mm-hmm. And Jody, you did too. Uh, I got a hard success. Okay, yeah, no, uh, with both a regular success and a hard success. Yeah, I think you guys have read her completely correct. She's shrewd and a little bit impatient, but um, she appears to be telling you the truth. Okay. Can we get copies of the security tape? <clears throat> I have empty uh, yeah. USB sticks in my inventory. <laughs> yeah. She she runs off and she exports that for you. Now, the attack happened last night, if we can really call it an attack. Maybe... I mean, I'm all for going and checking out the library, but maybe we could we do a stakeout. I kind of felt the same way. We could like look through the the window, the the skylight thing, the dome. Oh, like keep an eye from yeah. I'm I'm even I'll be bait if you want me to. I'll just wait and see if something throws a cookbook at me. It's still fairly early, isn't it? Like, the bookstore's not yeah. even open yet. We probably have time to go to the library and come back yeah. before tonight. She uh, she comes back, and then she hears Donald saying, come back. Um, and she kind of eyes you a little bit and, and hands you the... Uh, sorry, Judy, who's your character's name again? Nick. Nick? She hands Nick the USB um, and then kind of looks at Donald and says... Uh, you know, if, if you're wanting to come back after hours, I can make sure you have a key. Um, I don't know what you think you're going to find differently then, um, but who knows? Maybe somebody will come back to try to cause more mayhem. Well, maybe whatever was throwing the book at your, you know, your staff member would throw a book at us and we'd get to be able to see it. 
We're far more yeah. resilient to books than he is. Yep. <laughs> she kind of kind of snickers a bit, and then she she says, uh, "I'm sure you are." And um, but really, we're talking somebody sneaking in here, so maybe you just need to catch them. Yes. <laughs> because we are definitely just regular police. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is that the plan? You guys are going to go yeah, do yeah. some research, then come oh. back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I think so. Yeah. We should maybe ask her if she's married. I think. Well, she already said that she thought you were tougher than uh, Warwick, so I think you got a foot yeah. in the door, man. I just feel like she's really uptight. She could just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to blow off some steam, is what I'm saying. Maybe go home and talk She's to the She's actually husband. addicted to meth. Her nights are wild. <laughs> um, yeah, no, with that, you guys drive back to the Folly in preparation to brief uh, DCI Nightingale and to do some more research. But for now, I'm out of coffee, and that means it's time to go. <laughs>